Blog Talk. Good morning. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. Let me shut this music lower. My system changed here, so we'll stop. Nothing like being live. Uh, when you're on a computer, your computer refreshes, and the old, all that you put in special goes away. Again, welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. This is Mara. I have Brian and Micah on the phones today, and uh, I'm going to read my little uh, welcoming passage and turn it over to each of them to read theirs. In the valley, on the mountain, I beheld only God. In hardship, I saw him by my side. In ease and well-being, I beheld only God. Like a candle, I melted in his flame. Amid the sparks of the flames, I beheld only God. This is a quote from Rabia the mystic, a Muslim cleric. Um, I find myself saying it to myself many times throughout every day as a reminder that we're all connected. Um, good morning. Welcome today to Mother's Day. We're so appreciative that you're choosing to share this few minutes with us. I'm going to go first to Micah. Micah, good morning, and thank you for joining us today. I mean, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. I want to reflect on something today. If, as you know, it's Mother's Day, and you know, the child in us keeps growing within us. From Charles Fillmore. Of absolutely good, good, and good, everything that comes into my life, I'm going to have good. That's what my divine to me. And again, happy Mother's Day for those. Oh, Father, that just raised a child. Thank you, Micah and Brian. Good morning. Good morning, Mara. Good morning, listeners. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. We are and here I'm... only to be truly helpful. We are here to represent Him who sent us. We do not have to worry about what to say or what to do. Because he who sent us will direct us. We are content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with us. We will be healed as we let him teach us to heal. Lovely. Lovely. I can't speak for the rest of you. I can tell you we are having a beautiful, exquisite morning here. The sun, the light is sparkling off of the leaves to remind us uh, that we're connected together with everything that is. How about what's the weather like over in Austin, Micah? Last night, the the full moon, just, you know, outside with some friends and, and, you know, with Bob, you know, which is outside and, it's just beautiful. I think the the prosperity of the evening, prosperity of life, and this morning it's just it's not humid. It's just perfect morning. It's just beautiful, and that's part of the the divine that gives us everyday blessings, regardless of the challenges we have in our life journey. Um, but just show us that there's more positive in our lives than the negative, or the, which I call it the challenging things in life. So it's been so far a wonderful morning. Oh, that's great. That's great. I, I know um, yesterday I was having a less than wonderful morning, and uh, I um, I ended up just uh, talking with a dear friend and just kind of remembering to center myself back in the divinity of it all. And I think it's kind of interesting, my friends, uh, we sometimes lose track of the fact that, that we carry that with us always. True. I was a, I was a little bit embarrassed on uh, Friday morning that I 
that I had just talked about that with uh, my listeners um, about words earning little respect. And, and the, the idea is that each one of us has enough inside of ourselves to look for good words because we all are have divinity inside of us. If we truly believe we're God's children, uh, which seems to be a constant message from philosophy to philosophy, then we know that we have that uh, inner inner glow that we can go to to remind us that everything's okay no matter what's going on around us. Everything's okay and we can stay at peace. So, Brian, I know that you are at a lovely spiritual retreat, so why don't you tell us all about that? And once again, tell them about the Get Meeting Get group too, please. Oh, the meetings are from meetup.com. And um, this group is a a group based on the law of attraction. And we're up here just um, enjoying the scenery, enjoying each other. Uh, Some of the women brought their kids, and it's just a glorious time of coming together and talking about these ideas. But mostly the most important part is that we're just coming together as family, if you will, even though we really don't know each other, but yet we're able to be in the midst of each other and having a good time like we've known each other for quite some time. And it's up in the mountains here, probably about a 40-minute drive from my house, and it's just a beautiful, uh, the sun's coming up over the trees and probably about 60 degrees outside right now, and it's just absolutely fantastic and fabulous. And I'm just sitting here outside in the backyard amongst the foliage and all the trees. Oh, that's great. That sounds wonderful. I think um, for our listeners, I I don't know if you're familiar with the Hicks uh, book called The Law of Attraction. It's a book about manifestation. It's it's a recognition. It's a book um, Micah, I know, lives by it. Micah does... um, I lost my mind on what it was, but he he actually does imagery. Um, There's a word for it. Michael, what is it? Collages. Thank you. Uh, And uh, the deal with what you want to bring into your life. Michael, why don't you tell us a bit about those collages? Thank you. I'm sorry my mind went break. My mom has been, you you need to know, guys, my mom has been doing these things, and she's not calling them collages. She's calling them like, she's calling them, Egg, she's calling them partially collage, but she's got some other word with, mixed in with it. And for, <laughs> for a minute there, I was thinking that was the word. I'm going, no. <laughs> we can call it, is, it's a the collage. I think you found it for years from people. Oh no, you, no, you're right. You're right. She, my mom is using. She's master. She has changed the word. Let's yeah. leave it at that. And, and the collage is really touching with those listeners out there if they have not experienced doing a collage workshop or spiritual, financially, whatever it might be to them that they need in their lives to strengthen their path. It's the collage. Is the, I found that collage in a workshop by Dr. Lucia Capicchioni. She's in from Cambria, California. And she's um, her background in psychology and, and works with a lot of um, prosperity um, workshop with individuals and groups and corporations. But I attended her class and I learned more collages, what you really want in your life to prosper your life. It's all about prosperity. What you want to remove, the challenges in your life. People in, in the world interpret challenges very different. I interpret challenges not as a negative thing, as, as well as I convert those to positive. But the collage focus in you want something financially, spiritually, um, you know, you want someone in your life, um, with love and compassion. You put all these collages, pictures, and there's a process to do that. And then what you put in that collage, my always question that I ask people, you know, my groups that I do, is must put you must put what you want to pros- to prosper in your life. Are you ready to receive that? Because I believe, Brian and Mara, that are we ready to receive that prosperity? If we're not ready because we have challenges in our life, then we have to put those, not in hold, but process those things so we can welcome those prosperity uh, gifts, especially with a chakonic relationships. So you put all that together, and you, you can put that on your desktop, take pictures in your closet. If you see that collage three times a day, it's more, because it's connecting to the divine, connecting to a lot of positive energy, and you see results. I've seen the results from relationships, from careers, 
um, anything that I want, that I'm ready for that, and it really, really works. So hopefully those listeners out there that take a class of prosperity, a, a visioning or a collage class, um, it's just awesome, and it really works um, for individuals. Again, if they're, they're working on changes in their life to welcome their prosperity in their life. Yes, I think that's so true. Uh, most of the time what we we want, uh, that's one of the beautiful things about the Hicks book, uh, The Law of Attraction, is that most of the times what we want, we immediately take away from ourselves as our being unworthy for it, it with our own thought process. We begin the process of I, I desire this, I want this, and then as, <coughs> I'm sorry, excuse me, as uh, as we, we've now sent the positive energy out there in the world to seek it, we we begin quantifying and conditioning our, our, our basically uh, right to it. You know, we are not enough. Uh, I so think that so much of what we've uh, experienced in life is grounded in the idea that somehow we are not measuring up to some artificial standard that we've created in our mind from our life experiences. And so we manifest, and as, as Micah is saying, um, I do it in writing. Micah encourages and has been to these programs where they do the collages. My mom calls them ecologists. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was why I was there. I'm going okay now. I'm here, heard this for about five weeks, so <laughs> I love her. I love her, but it, and I'm not going to correct her. There's no reason. That's a theft. If I take away her energy, she's That's more true. interested in she's more interested in showing me what she's doing than in calling it the right thing. Right. But <clears throat> excuse me, if we. Um, if you put a visual image out there, that, that's wonderful. You know, if you, you want to, I think you've heard Bob on occasion talk about uh, he wanted to spend time in the mountains, and he has spent a lot of time in the mountains in the last year. And uh, I, I have to tell you that I sat down yesterday when I opened my mailbox, and there was a check there. And because my friends, I guess I'm worthy. I have enough that I got a check and I didn't have anything to spend it on. Mm-hmm. And and I realized, my gosh, for two years now I've been writing that I want a bottomless checkbook. I want to end financial worry and stress. I don't want to think about money. I want to be able to share. And and really, really believing that I'm worthy. I thanking I'm in a wonderful job that I invited to me. And and every if I go through my list of things that I've been asking for, I if I don't haven't received those things through the manifestation, if I haven't said that I deserve these things, that I'm enough to have these things, and we all are, my friends, because every one of us defines life differently. Um, Neil, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice here. Dyer, I started to say Neil Donald Walsh defines what he wants in uh, Washington. Uh, Dyer defines what he wants over in Maui. Everyone defines what they want. Uh, the Hicks define what they want, and I believe they may be from Texas or in that area somewhere. But the fact of the matter is each one of these people are manifesting using the same criteria. They know they are enough. They are here to serve God. And when you have a setback, as Micah said, a challenge, I call it a lesson. It's something that I have brought into my life because I have not completely embraced some idea that gives me peace. And now, going back to Brian for a minute, I think it's absolutely exciting to be with a group of people involved in uh, talking about divine manifestation. So you have to share with us, what are you guys talking about besides regular human things? I don't want, you know, but I mean, I, I'm interested. I haven't been to such a thing as an adult except as a youth group leader. So... Mark. Yes, I know. I stopped. I I heard you stop. I heard your breath, and I stopped immediately because I thought I'm. I invited him to talk, and I kind of interrupted. I apologize. Please go. Okay. Um, well, I think the the basis of 
what we've been talking about throughout this weekend is how to apply these things that we talk about, whether they be concepts of the law of attraction or whatnot, in practical terms. Like, how do we see better things in the world? How do we actually see that God is all there is? Like that wonderful um, affirmation or quote that you read from Rubia the Mystic and seeing God in all things. And so that's been the basis of conversation. And I think that's the most important thing that, you know, it's, it's nice to talk about these concepts and, oh, wow, yeah, that would be wonderful. But it's in the application, in the practicing of them, that the reality of them is able to manifest in our lives. And so that's been the focus. And so those two actually go together, the practicality of the everyday, mundane thing, along with the spiritual concepts is how we can actually experience them in our lives. And so that's been our conversation. And so we've been talking about practical situations that we've been in in our lives and how we have manifested, if you will, or seen the situation turn out differently. And I, one thing that I was sharing with everybody this weekend is that life is an inside job. Life begins on the inside, and like a budding uh, flower, like a rose, center of the bud is pushing out, and that's forcing in the growth of the bud, of the center of the flower, is pushing the petals outward, and expanding the flower, and then the beauty of the flower is seen. But it all started in the center of that flower. And so we need to have a desire with inside of ourselves at all times and keep it as a mantra, if we will, or a disposition in our actions throughout our day to look for the beauty and truth of all things. And what that does for us is that helps us to see the beauty with inside of us because there's only one pair of eyes that you can see the world through and that's yours. And so when yeah. you're seeing the beauty within you, you'll see the beauty within all things around you. And it's kind of a backwards way of how it works, if you will, because you look for it in other people. But that helps you to see it within yourself. So it's a it's a wonderful way of doing it and it's the way it works. And that's that's one been one of the major subjects we talked about this weekend. Yes, it's what you told me yesterday morning. I know that's true. I know that is true. I think that um, uh, I, I, I'm going to ask Micah to talk a bit about it, because, again, even though this top, today was not about manifestation, on some level, since God is everything and there are no false gods, it is about manifestations. It's in, about anything that's possible to talk about. And I know that what he is doing with the collages in part captures the reality of the inner desires, uh, you know, the inner growth. I will say, before I hand off here, that I think when I accepted that I was enough and I started envisioning other people as also being enough, that's when I stopped blocking the manifestation in my life. And there's only one area that I still carry that in. And, and generally my experiences on blockings uh, are that they arise from negative experiences or something that we've internalized as negative that attack our sense of value of whether we are enough. And the one area that I know that I am still struggling with is, is just the relationship area and not seeing myself uh, perhaps the way others see me. I'm, I, I can be very frank, uh, you know, not turning this to be about me, but my image of myself is that I'm a fat old woman, not attractive. And it's no wonder that the final thing that I've manif- I'm manifesting, that I say every, mo- every morning that I invite a man into my life that I will be comfortable with, compatible with, in all things in life. Um, not that we would always get along. That's not happening. As I'm listening to the two of you talking here, I suddenly realized it's because I'm blocking that with my image, with my mind's eye about me, my internal image of myself. And um, it, it's so interesting because when you were speaking, uh, the two of you were speaking, I remembered that there was a time when I was in a job 
that I wasn't happy in that job. And when I began the manifestation process, I began wishing for everyone else what I wished for myself. I wasn't the same woman going into the workplace every day. I was accepting, although I am beautiful, I was also accepting some responsibility for the discord. And I stopped being a part of the discord. And as my part pulled away from the puzzle of of unhappiness, other people started pulling away. And I realized that we were all feeding this kind of chaotic unhappiness. And when we started feeding positive things, that's what we started manifesting. Micah, talk to us about the idea of um, the beauty within us, because I think that is a very crucial part of your collaging. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. I think that even listeners out there, whoever wants to call and give their own point, uh, their views or experience. Oh, thank you of the, how you recognize the false god. I think the false god is the inner critic within, within us. And that critic, we need that critic, of course, um, checks and balance and all that stuff, our accounts. But that false god, the critic, blocks up the prosperity. I only speak from my experiences that blocks the prosperity to receive and welcome all the good. Like I just said at the beginning, I am, I'm only good, that child that my divine, my God created, and I only welcome the good. The negative or the challenges experienced, we're supposed to experience it and then move on. So when we learn those lessons and move on and re- open and receptive to welcome what's good for in our lives, might be financially, relationships, you talked about relationship. So you're really asking the critic or that, false God in their little voice saying, no, I know I'm ready. I'm processing things. When I am ready, I'm open and receptive to God to receive that prosperity, that individual, that companion. Then it starts working. The universe starts working on that. But most of us in a society, perhaps we were brought very different, and most of us did, and that does not allow us that critic, that false God, that voice there blocks the prosperity, again, from relationships, from careers. We get stuck in careers, chaos. And sometimes chaos is good to move us to a higher level. But the collage, my workshop that I've done for years, and I thank Dr. Marsha Nelson and Dr. Um, Lucia Capicchioni for working together as a team. They're clinicians. We worked at 9-11 also to the grief process and welcome whatever that would be for those individuals. But the collage really works. And I, the listeners out there, Brian and Mara, this really works if you put it to work. Brian, you mentioned about that flower, that beautiful rose. It's very, very true because that's the beauty within us. Once we start embracing their inner selves, and then you start showing its blooms, you show it outside, and you're welcome to receive what? The prosperity that always been there. In relationship, when I do workshops in relationship prosperity, I ask my, my clients, um, are you ready to receive that prosperous person in your life? The door is right, actually the person is you know, next to them in the other side of the door. But are you ready? Have you dealt with some of this stuff? Have you processed things? Because perhaps the other person has done what I call it their homework. And they're continuing doing different homeworks, but what they're worked on is in that relationship-wise. So that's when it comes to if I'm ready to receive that. And again, we're going back to the false God. That critic voice comes back and says, you're not ready. It's like this, this morning, you know, that the little voice came, you know, and said, are you really ready back go to radio? Because I used to do radio many years ago. And are you ready to go back to radio and talk? You know, and it's like that false God was giving me false energy. And I said, no, I am ready because the divine said, you know what you're doing. You know what you can do. Deliver the message tools to people out there, listeners. Let them process whatever you, you guys give information to them. So, again, that is prosperity. That is embracing the inner creative that God has given us. And those collages, Brian and Mara and listeners out there, it really works when you're ready to put it to work. Yes. Yes. Very well said. Very well said. That was very well said, Micah, and I think the the final point that you ended off there was a fantastic point that I'd like to talk about a little bit, and that is it will work when you're ready for it to work. 
you have the final say-so, if you will, or you have to take that first step and say, I am ready, and then things will fall in line around you. But if you sit on the sidelines saying, I'm just going to keep watching and uh, waiting for things to come my way, then you're just going to continue sitting there on the sidelines waiting and watching. You have to stand up and say, okay, I'm going to take an active role, and I'm ready now. And when you start to take that disposition and that frame of mind, then things around you just fall into place. It's not to say when you say, I'm ready, that you're now out there and you've got to get it done and you've got to make it happen. That would be trying to force things along. Instead, you can kind of think of it as like there's a canoe on the side of this river, and the river is going where you want to go. And instead of trying to run along the side of the river to get to your destination, tying yourself out, you can simply jump into the canoe, push off, and let the river carry you. But you have to make the decision to stop running alongside the river and to get into that canoe, push off, and then allow yourself to be carried along. Yes. Yes. You know, uh, it, um, it, just the use of the words ready, guys, drove me to, to just look to I'm ready. Um, I sometimes feel, com- I don't know, I put the words in, and this is by Billy Corgon, and it reads, I'm ready, oh Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready, ready, ready to roll, ready to leave, I'm ready. Oh Lord, I'm steady now, I'm ready, ready, ready to flee, ready to turn. It's your fascination I could live without. Too much information leaves my heart, no doubt. Oh Lord, I'm ready now. I'm ready. Push the world away from your life. Cast away the pearls that bring your swine to us. Whatever shatters light has no right. Whatever shatters light has no right. Wow, huh? Yeah, it's very true. It's like Charles Frenmore said. There's no such thing in live trying. Either we do it or we don't. Either you jump in, experience that, learn from it, and move on. And that's what I I work in education, as you you know, that um, challenges are there. I always tell my administrators or anybody, either you do it or you don't. But what if it doesn't work? What if you learn from it to move you to the higher level? So either we do it or we don't. In relationship, either you go for it or you don't. And if you do, you learn from it. It was successful, whatever the outcome might be. You you, you did, not tried. Because tried, I always look at it as what if, what if. You know, it's like you just said. You can sit down and wait and wait. You can't do that. You either do it or you don't. I agree. I agree. I've always, whenever I come to someone whose answer always to can you do this is I'll try, um, I, I start to think of whether I'm going to have time to pick up their pieces. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that, but, you know, well, is this the right person for me to ask to do this then? Because when you try, you're starting with a built-in excuse. True. That you're not, mm-hmm. that you, you know, I'm not going to make it. And it's okay if I don't make it because I only said I would try. And... Um, my friends out there who are listening, and please do call in. We're interested in your input. The number here is 646-595-3584. The theme today is how do you recognize a false god. We're talking about even in our own lives, that inner critic, as Micah so aptly said, who uh, is blocking you from being all you can be. You know, God's there right beside you, ready to hold your hand as you step out in the full magnificence of who you are. And it's the false gods, the inner critics, that that stop us. And when people say, put no god before me, um, that is not saying that you get to pick which god is me. And in fact, as I think about that, probably the way it's written is probably pretty apt. But... Um, God told us his name. My name is I am the great I am. That's a constant name everywhere. And so uh, in essence is a challenge to put aside your inner critic and believe that you're enough to fulfill whatever vision you and God shared for you before you came here, before you came to this side. Because believe me, friends, when you go and uh, you will be going back to the other side. And 
if you think in those terms, I think we are on a cusp of a change. A change where words like God are taking on a different idea and that there's no rightness. And that's very threatening to those who get their sense of self from a group belief about who God is instead of from their own personal relationship with God. That's very scary for me, for people to hear me say, the Antichrist is anti-love, and I believe that time is ending. And that we are moving forward in a time of love. That's very, very true. And it's it's when I hear Micah, and we've got a caller, um, uh, let me bring that in, but I've just finished this thought caller and I'll bring you in. It's when I hear Micah say, I'm going to do a radio show. It's like, wow, that's great. You know, that's wonderful. So, I mean, really, and, and Micah, I, I'm, I've, my mind started going crazy with names, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I think a radio show on collaging would be wonderful. But let me bring in this listener and we can talk about that too. We have uh, area code 2293. Uh, Excuse me, just area code 229, excuse me. Good morning, welcome. Good Happy morning, Leslie. Good morning, and who is this? My name is Melvin. Uh, I'm calling from Georgia. Hi, Melvin. How are you today? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much, ma'am. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. So, yes, Melvin... Are you calling to talk? Or are you calling because you get a, some people get a better opportunity? They can hear better if they call in. Would you like to say something? We're interested in your thoughts. Uh, well, yes, ma'am. I just I called to see. I mean, I don't know how your show operates, but uh, maybe a, a, a reading or something. I don't know if you do readings or anything on your show. Sure, sure, we do. We do actually. We have three people here. Any one of us could do a reading. Um, wow. Um, I'm, I'm going to ask the other two. I, I may be feeling, I'm feeling something across my left breast, and I've been feeling that for much of the show, uh, Melvin, and I don't know that that necessarily is related to you or to, to another listener. Uh, normally, I, I would recognize the feeling right away. My hands are hot, so it could be you. Let me. I'm going to take a moment to collect my thoughts and ask the other two. Um, Brian, Micah, are either of you uh, feeling that you are, are have a message to pass on to Melvin? Do you have a particular question that you'd like to ask Melvin? Uh, well, uh, basically, I just wanted to ask about... Uh, my uh, relationship and career status. Both of those areas are going actually rather well. Um, but you have a tendency in your um, thought patterns to doubt a lot. And those, doubt, those doubts are getting in the way. And if you would allow yourself to just sit back and observe your life as it is right at this moment, because it is going rather well, you would begin to see the pieces of the puzzle, if you will. You begin to see that it is actually rather going rather well, and you'd be able to enjoy it more, and you'd be at more peace by just simply stepping back and observing. Micah, I, do you have something that you would like to share? Well, Melvin, right? Um, thank you for calling us. Um, there's something there. If you can do this at your leisure time, it's your dominant hand, that, that, the hand that you write with. Maybe you're right or left. Right. We're going to use the dominant hand and the non-dominant hand. The dominant hand, it's the one that you write with. Write the question, who are you, fear? Who are you, fear? Then you answer it with the hand that you don't write with, which is the non-dominant. Let it answer that question. Let it, it's going to scribble. You might feel a little tingle in your brain. That's what we call it, the, the inner child, what is connecting to you and answer your questions. It might be relationship. 
It might be a career. What I feel right now, it's fear and doubt. And fear, which blocks the prosperity in our life's journey, we need to find out where is it coming from? What is this all about? It could be from childhood. It could be from a relationship, from family, people placing things that blocks the prosperity. Ask that sometime the weekend when you feel comfortable and use those techniques. That is a gift, my brother, given to you unconditionally. And, and Melvin, I feel uh, I also do not think that you have any concerns about your your job, your way of making money. I see that as as a smooth river flowing through your life. Um, and I think that any chaos in that arises also from your doubts. But I also feel that you're carrying a bit of a pain um, that that's in that's really in your your right breast, and also that you have said something that you regret saying recently. Uh, well, okay, yes, ma'am. I I spoke with my uh, well, uh, this young lady in my life, and uh, her and I. The last two days, we just argued back and forth. Uh, yes. She wants I to feel move home now. And, and can I to... say? Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. First of all, because I feel this tightness in your throat or my throat, I don't think you've meant all the words you've said. But you've said words, and remember about words. Remember about in the beginning was God. The word was with God, and the word was God. And so basic, basically you've, get, you've taken God and you've kind of stabbed at her. And she stabbed at you, and that's creating the pain in your, your right, uh, right breast. That's where you're carrying your stress. I can't tell you, two years is a long time. I can say that as a human being, okay? But I don't think, I don't think you believe all the words you've said. And, and those words are choking you, and you're also getting choked by the words she said to you. Yeah. And I'm sensing uh, that those words attack you as a man. Right. And make you feel um, less than. I, if I can give you a suggestion, and... Can, could you just give me three seconds because my guys are really trying to get my attention and I need to just take a deep breath, okay? Just yes. give me three seconds. Okay, yes, ma'am. Melvin, things are not necessarily so stable for your friend as they are for you right now. And she's got fears that are outside your relationship that are driving her. And everybody in today's world has got fears about jobs. But I can tell you, as long as you keep doing your job as well as you're doing it now, you can set that fear aside. Yeah. But, but I can't tell you this is the person you should spend your life with. I can tell you that the two of you need to step away from the words that you spoke to each other. And instead of deciding today that you're not going to be together any longer, my guys are saying you probably should t decide today that you're going to give each other space. I guess yeah. that's separation. Yes, ma'am. I mean, you already have... Uh... She texted me, well, she left a voice message on my phone this morning, and uh, it was a little ugly voice message, and uh, I applied back to her, and uh, I told her, you know, I don't play games. I'm a football coach, so, which I truly am a football coach. And, I believe uh, that. Yes, ma'am. And I just, you know, wanted to get some clear clarity as I'm wasting my time with this young lady. She's a younger lady than I. I'm in college, and... I'm scheduled to graduate, you know, this year coming up. 
And uh, I don't, I just don't need to pick up extra weight in my life right now. You do not. Embrace, may I say something? Can I just finish this, just this one thing and then you can please? Because I'm sorry, the guys are like (laughs) storming on my brain right now. They're storming on my brain and I just need to say this. Have you thought, this is, this is what my guides are saying. Number one. Erase that message, both of them, the oral and the written one that came from her. Because you do not need the remainder, reminder of the painful words. Painful words repeated echo on into time forever. Okay? So erase those messages. Now step back and try, rather than using the word another, rather than moving on to someone different, why not try a period of of abstinence of just you. They're saying to me that, Melvin, you're enough to be alone. That you need to remember that being alone is being all one with God. And you wouldn't have called this show if you weren't interested in God, because that's what we're all about here. Oh, yeah. And so you need to spend some time without anyone That doesn't mean you won't go back to her. You're a young guy, they say. Forget the age thing, you know. And if she's younger than you are, then she really doesn't have control of her words. And you need to lead with loving words. Not finality words, but loving words. They're encouraging you to say, I think we just need to be apart for a while. We need to sort this out, and if you're graduating, they're saying you've got a perfect amount of time. You've got between now and graduation, that's probably, what, four to six weeks, probably not even that long. Just be alone. Focus on your studies and focus on the kind of man you want to be into the future. A man of love. With the right person. And the fact that you don't want to play games is saying something to you, they're saying. Mm-hmm. So let's try a period of abstinence. And can I ask you, because we're talking about manifesting, will you call back maybe um, the weekend of your graduation if you're not celebrating too much and let us know how it worked? I sure will, yes, ma'am. We would be honored uh, I, to hear. I, I just want to know, uh, after I left the last message this morning from her, I mean to her, excuse me, uh, when, she, when she heard the message, um, I feel like I heard her feelings, but I feel like it was, it, I wasn't like so attacking, you know, but I feel like it was something I had to release from me as a person to get to her, to let her know that, you know, you're not the only woman in the world, but, you know, uh, I want to move on because we're we just pedaling the bike and it's, the bike is not moving. And I just want to, I just want some clarity because I'm the type of person, if I, if I say something out of the way to anyone, even my enemies, uh, I feel, you know, obligated to go back and, cleaning up, you know, because I don't like people to be angry with me. That's just the way I am. I like peace with everybody. Uh, so I just want to know um, how how she's feeling right now. Her name is Clooney. I can't tell you that. I, I'm not going to tell you I don't feel her because I felt her as I gave you this reading, but I can only talk for her if she asks me to talk for her. That's just kind of something that I've made as my own rule. It's respectful. But I can say this to you, and then I know someone else had wanted to share more that they were feeling. I can say to you, Melvin, that the right time to make decisions that are lifetime affecting is never in the midst of words that are not full of love, that are, that are angry. 
And when those words are sharp in the air, and they are sharp in this air, I can feel them. I can right. feel them in your throat. I can feel them in her. I can tell you that. Neither one of you have used good words. Neither one of you have been good in handling God over this situation. And, and it's choking, and it's hurting your heart. It's hurting your throat. Your, your voice, your throat is full of it. It's not the time to go back and try to heal things. The time to do that is when you know what your real path is. And you don't know that. I can tell that from feeling you, Melvin. You know, your, your right shoulder is tense. You're not relaxed. You don't know what you want. You may love this person and they may need to be your life and your soulmate forever. But right now, your feelings are so hurt that you're ready to walk away. And all that I know is telling me to tell you to just give it some space. Okay. Don't, don't have any more emails. Don't have anything. Don't try to make up tomorrow. Give it some real space so that you can get away from it and decide what is there about this relationship that drove me to say things that I, don't, that I wish I hadn't said? And how can I make sure I don't do that again? Because, Melvin, that's messing with your God, your internal value. Does this, is this making, because I, I think I'm feeling it right and using the right words. I know this. I, you are not alone and Kuni is not alone. You both have God with you. So it's not like one of you is right over the other. Right. You both have God with you right now. You both have need and opportunity to decide what you want forever, if that's possible. But at the very least, you both need to give yourself some space away from the words because you both are clouded by that. You don't know, neither of you know what you really mean anymore because you're so hurt, you're speaking from a hurt place. And, and you don't, you know, you can't heal that hurt in her any more than she can heal it in you. And I can tell you, I do not believe that she's the kind of person who says hurtful things easily. So both of you are hurting not only because you don't like what you heard, but because you don't like what you said. And now you need to, as my dear friend Brian said earlier, you need to center. You need to get back to that beauty within you, that place with God and peace through prayer or meditation. And and I now... If I would say anything more, I would be speaking human words. So I'm going to pass this on to, I know one of the two of you, and I couldn't recognize the voice, had wanted to say something at one point, and I apologize that I just needed to finish what I was doing. Um, it was me, Micah. <laughs> please, Micah, go ahead. It's just the message he mentioned, his career, his college, that's very key, prosperity. So perhaps during the challenges of chaos, is to refocus, to center ourselves into that prosperity. I don't have the answers, brother. I don't have the answers. But what I feel is focus to this transitional. If you're going to college, you're about to finish, focus on that. That also needs healing to be completed. And in the process, when you finish that, you master that. Perhaps the other stuff, it's already healed before you heal something else. Perfect. Yes, I agree. Brian, did you want to add something for Melvin? Um, no, that was fantastic, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Melvin, you're a good man. I want to tell you that God loves you just the way you are. God loves you perfectly, even though you've said words that may not have been perfect words. Don't hold those words with you. Don't hold anything that you've ever done as a block between you and the light. 
you are perfect just as you are for all you've lived. And all you can do is strive every day to be the best person that you can be. Not one of us is perfect. None of us on this show are perfect. We're human beings. I think that's why God's called us here to talk is to say we're not some perfect saints. We don't get to stand up on Sunday morning and proclaim a perfect life because we haven't lived that. But we do know with all of our hearts, all of our minds, and all of our souls that God loves us just the way we are and you too. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank We're you. Going... Thank you. You're... Thank you, Melvin. Melvin, you're welcome to stay on the air if you would like. Um, I am not going to be able to. Um, oh, I am going to let Micah and Brian each uh, do a, a meditative prayer for us. We have only about nine minutes left, gentlemen. And um, I will play. I have my favorites and I have to watch it. But you know, Melvin. I think I'm going to play a song that's called Daniel Kobiaka's Pathless Journey just for you. So many of us think that life, that God has given us one straight path to follow. And instead, God gives us lessons and we get to ask ourselves, what lesson is there in this for me? And that, to me, is carried in Pathless Journey. And... um, who would like to go first? Will someone volunteer? <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. Well, I must say that my cell phone is dying, so I'm going to have to okay. call back in on another phone. Okay. All right. I'll look for you, my friend. Here you go. Go okay. ahead. Or, hey, Brian, there's only eight yeah. minutes left. Should I just let Micah do it, and then I'll talk to you next Sunday? Or before? No. Okay. Then call back in. He's gone. Okay. We're going with you. Um Micah, please. Thank you. Divine God, continue to open our hearts and our mind to connect to the prosperity that you've given us each day. Let us welcome only the good, acknowledge the challenges or experiences to better our lives in the life journey that you've given us. Remind us that our spirit came here to experience the flesh, not the flesh with the spirit. You are a creator, and thank you for creating us, for bringing us prosperity with family, friends, career, everything you've given us. And as we wake every day, wake up in the morning, thank you, divine, thank you, God, prosperity, in all your names, Amen. Thank you. Uh, We've lost Brian at this point, so let me see if I can step into that place. Uh, Forgive me uh, if I'm a little bit without um, energy, but let's just all, we're going to center ourselves now, and the way we're going to do that is we're going to take deep breaths together. And as we're taking those breaths, let's act as though we're pulling energy through our feet, our breath through our feet, as though our nose is in our feet and we're pulling the energy up and we feel the breath coming up the front of our calves and up across our thighs and merging together at the base of our spine. And our spine is our divining rod. It's our connector with love. And we're going to go through the chakras, and those are the zones of energy within our body. And we're going to go first through the the base chakra, which is where we carry our fears. And we're going to release those fears, and as the breath comes up, it is going to be fearless. And then we're going to go through the sacral chakra. That is the area where we carry creativity, not just creativity for life and creating babies, but also creativity for the energy of the ideas that we bring the world. The fresh new ideas that Melvin is bringing the world. The excitement that Melvin is bringing to the world as a new person entering the workforce. And we bring the creativity 
And now we're bringing breath that is full of fearless energy and creative energy. And we're going to come to the solar plexus. That's the zone of healing. And we're going to heal ourselves by sending yellow, beautiful yellow energy breath through our body, continuing to breathe. So now we have fearless, creative, healing energy, healing breath coming through our body. And we're going to come up to our heart. And as you reach the heart, open your chest and reach out your dominant hand and take the hand of God. Feel the electric charge of God holding your hand as you pull through your body fearless, creative, healing, loving energy. Hold God's hand as we continue to breathe. Reach out your other hand and take the hand of another listener's God. So now now we sit together, human God, human God, and feel the protective cloak of love around you as you pull your fearless creative healing loving energy up and now we're going to go to the throat chakra where we carry the pains of words that we've said and words that others have said let us forgive first ourselves because we cannot love others until we love ourselves And then let us forgive others for the painful words that have been said. Let us block the energy of those words from influencing us. Let us pull loving energy through those words. So the next time we're in a situation where we can speak in love or fear, we will choose not to allow fear-driven words to drive the conversation. Continuing hand in hand with God, let us pull fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving energy up to manifest. Manifest and send out the person we want to be, the life rewards we choose to have. Let us value peace. Let's manifest a peaceful world, calm, calm waters, knowing that we are doing our best to treat others with respect and love. And now, let's pull the breath up, the fearless, creative, healing, loving, manifesting, and open the top of your head and allow your breath to be infused with God's power and energy. And now blow out your divinely inspired breath and know that as created, you are the perfect person for the task that you and God agreed you would do in this world. Don't let the inner critics block your thoughts. Don't let false gods keep you tied Because the belief that there are false gods will prevent you from seeing the wonder of God. No matter what name you call God, Allah, Yahweh, God, love, the great spirit, the be-all and end-all, the divine one, the loving mother, you are right. They are all God. And they are all enough. And we are all enough. We don't have to judge people by what God they love. We don't need to judge people at all. We need simply to keep our eye on the ball of love. As we sit here together, let us close out the show, holding hands with one another and with God. Allow the electric power, the electric energy of that to course through all of us. Divine One, guide Melvin as he goes forward today. Enlighten his thinking so that he knows he is enough and he also knows that Kuni is enough. Sometimes two enough people may not be right for each other. Enable him to reach decisions 
into peace I've settled down guide him to that place be with him holding his hand as he finishes his studies we lift him up and join hands arm in arm and walk walk lockstep with him through the conclusion of his studies and to the peace he will know we ask these in the name of all that is holy which is all that is Amen may peace be with you now and always thank you gentlemen thank you very much Holy blessings on life today. Thank you very much, Melvin, for joining us. May peace be with you. And um, we send loving prayers to you and Cooney. Thank, thank you, you for joining us. Thank, I'm, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Micah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Namaste. And I'm going to turn us all off now, okay? Thank you. Thank Peter. you. All right. Thank you very much, Melvin.